Welcome to our very first edition of the Sprift Sessions, and what better way to start than by exploring the mind of none other than Sprift's founder and CEO, Matt Gilpin. This will be the perfect opportunity to understand Matt's journey, how he arrived at the idea of Sprift, his passion for property data, and where he would like to take it. So, without further ado, good morning, Matt. Hi, Dino. How are you doing? I'm very well, sir. Thanks ever so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you're busy, uh, you know, running all matters Sprift and where the company is going. Uh, so very much appreciate your time this morning. But um, I, I, I always like to start these things off by really getting a bit of an understanding about you. Um, so could you give us a bit of an insight into sort of your background and, and what drew you into the world of property data? <laughs> Okay, well, after a uh, uh, a shining career uh, straight out of uni as a an international rave DJ, in fact, it started while I was still in 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 college, so toured the world, spinning decks and all that sort of stuff. Okay, um, went and uh, got a job in um, financial services, and for four years, basically advised people what to do with their money. Mm-hmm. And the reason I left that was because the majority of my clients um, were looking to diversify into property uh, as a as a, you know not the sole um, place to invest, but as as a, sort of an addition to the various financial products um, that I was trying to flog them. So, mm-hmm. um, and having sold against property for because that's what you're you know taught to do in in that industry. Uh, as an investment type, I, I had seen my parents um, uh, run their own business and invest money um, in property, and that do quite well for them. In fact, they helped me buy my first investment property in '99. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I felt I felt conflicted selling against property as as an investment uh, uh, class. So, um, uh, and, and in fact, um, yeah, so yeah, come when was it? Two thousand and one. Yeah, left left financial services and set up a brokerage to basically assist people finding investment properties. Um, and at that point, buy to let was really new, um, and so was off plan new build stock. Mm-hmm. The idea of of, of purchasing uh, properties off plan, and so we uh, we got involved in a lot of the stuff around Canary Wharf early days, all the stuff up and down the Thames, and then as that market got overheated, clients moved into Secondhand uh, stock all over the country, care homes in the north. Some even bought land in Bulgaria. All all of these kinds wow. of trends and fads. Um, but yes, that was kind of how I got into property mm-hmm. uh, and and started to really kind of understand property. Yeah, and and so how did that sort of culminate itself into property data, and therefore the the you know the trigger and the thought and idea of Sprift. Um, so I guess I had really, I probably had a quite quite unique insight in in the fact that I was, uh, whilst we were sourcing uh, investment properties, we actually were able to learn from a lot of our clients about what their investment strategies were, why they were going after certain types of property in areas. What were they looking for? The capital appreciation? Were they looking for the for the yield? Um, and so, uh, as in the five or six years of of running that business, um, I started to invest in property myself. Mm-hmm. And when when I exited that business, I uh, just carried on investing and developing myself. And I must have bought and sold well over 100 properties. And mm. whilst um, I was aware that 
painfully aware that um, you know I could put together these really um, uh, I could put together some great deals to acquire properties or developments um, with great agents that I worked with and, and great funders. But it had then hit that uh, the conveyancing process mm-hmm. and just this whole information gathering that would go that would then then uh, commence was just taking uh, a long period of time, right. and uh, and that was a big frustration for me at that time because it was just you know having gone from kind of a, a city in the a career in the city where you know investments are very liquid and can be traded on a hourly minute daily basis to get a property which actually is very illiquid um and a lot of that is because just the the fact that the, the, yeah the information required to progress a transaction isn't just there available um of course yeah naturally i found that found that very frustrating and i remember the actual the the day i decided i've got to do something about this was when um, just a, somebody put me on to something that was on the market. It wasn't an off market. It wasn't anything kind of exotic. It was just a standard um, property. Uh, somebody said, oh, look, this is this is up for, for sale. Have you looked at that one? So started on started my journey uh, with that property on the portal. Then I, um, whichever one it was at that time, and so, you know, you get some information there. But then I was fine. I'm going around all these other websites and all these other data sets, trying to amass the information I needed to make, uh, you know, a buying decision mm-hmm. or not. Um, and I just thought, blimey, this is taking this is just taking me longer and longer and longer to do. Surely, surely somebody. I was aware there were other property data companies, but yeah. surely somebody must have thought by now to aggregate data at property specific level. Couldn't find that anybody had. And therein was the <laughs> of Sprift. The light bulb moment had commenced. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. Well, and so, so, and of course, as you say, you know, through your own uh, pain and suffering of trying to source that information, you know, there there had to be a better, smoother, and an easier way of doing it, as such. Yeah. yeah. And I think many, many, many businesses in general, not just tech businesses, but many businesses in general, are are conceived out of. Yeah, somebody's yeah. frustration with an existing process. And yeah. Yeah, that's very true in the case of Sprift. In the case of Sprift. So what did the journey to initial launch for Sprift look like in terms of sort of like the highs, the lows, you know, support, barriers, people saying great idea, others probably thinking, what are you doing? Things like that. Yes, rather interesting. So um, so when I first decided on the idea of, right, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm at least going to spend some time um, seeing if this is a if this is a thing, uh, I started speaking to. It was mid mid fifteen, and um, I started speaking to lots of my peers within property industry, lots of the people I was, lots of the professionals I was working with. And at that time, I thought this was just going to be a product to better inform landlords and developers. But it very quickly became apparent that this was a problem for the wider uh, house buying general public. And at a time when they're asked to make the biggest financial commitment of their lives. They are um, have woefully uh, inadequate information on which to be making that decision. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, having spent about a year or so just talking to people, saying, oh, I've got this idea. And of course, with any kind of you know, business, people are like, oh, no, 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 that's not going to work. You're not going to do that. I still had enough courage in my convictions to go, right, I'm, I'm going to have a go with this. Yeah. Mid-16, we, um, we started, actually, the company started getting the designs together. 
such that we had a beta product um, okay. ready to go by by uh, by sort of early summer, late spring, early summer, twenty seventeen. Which and we decided that our initial route to market was going to be a state agent mm-hmm. because um, they're the first professional in the door. And yeah. so, if you've got if you arm them with the information, then they can better inform everybody. You've obviously got a chance to reduce transaction times, reduce fall through rates. Because look, at at at, at outset, there's the kind of information um, you needed. Mm. Um, we and having heard lots of um, you know anecdotally and, and and with lots of other sort of people in in tech, especially tech for estate agents, that what a difficult breed estate agents are to to deal with and to um, you know, sell to. Actually, we fa- we found the exact opposite to be the truth. They all thought it was a fantastic idea, mm-hmm. um, although traction was a problem, and I'll, I'll come back to that. But right from day one. We have had we've received such fantastic feedback from mm. agents, which I think I think it's not not just because you know they um, they found me to be a a, a, a great personality they don't want to spend their days talking to. It's more the fact that I think there's just such a need for what we were attempting to do. Yeah. Now, um, and and the product has has grown and evolved based on on that feedback. So mm. yeah, for which we are eternally grateful for and, and truly humbled by yeah well it's, it's high praise indeed i mean obviously as, as you know yeah with me i've been i'm coming up to 30 years in the estate agency industry mm. both frontline and training and so on and so forth so uh when they are providing that level of positive feedback to you that is you, you know not to be ignored <laughs> i would say yeah without without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. and but yeah but what, but what actually happened was the the first product we took out was so the difficulty with Sprift is, if you imagine when you're when you're bringing a product to market, is if you can turn up and say we are a better, cheaper, quicker, faster, whatever version of X, people can go immediately go, oh yeah, right, great, yeah, okay, I understand this, and yeah, well I've I tried some of those others, and yeah, all right, let's try yours. There, there had never been a Sprift before, so. We would speak to these agents and they think, yeah, it was a fantastic idea. And at that stage, our idea was here's an online dashboard where we uh, there's one available for any property in the UK and where we uh, aggregate information uh, about a specific property at that specific property level. And you share that or you can share that online dashboard via a link with uh, a buyer. Mm-hmm. And yes, they all thought it was a great idea, all really bought into the concept. But... Um, it just couldn't get them to use it because no. there wasn't a quick enough win, and we weren't, you know, we weren't charging money at that point. But they couldn't even see the ROI on kind of um, sort of on on their time or kind of use or you know why are we going to sort of R and D your product for you? No, That's really. kind of thing. Um, so I such that um, uh, whilst we built some fantastic relationships and some great friendships, it was by the end of 2017, early 18, which is I know let's 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 do what we're going to do in the first place and. And just give it to landlords and developers. Mm-hmm. And it was it wasn't until late 2018 when one of the initial agents phoned us back up and said, "Look, what, what are you guys doing? You know, you're really onto something. I really think there's something in this. You know, why why kind of you know I haven't heard from you for a while." They just said, "Well, you know, you weren't using it, and we, and and we couldn't get agents to 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 use it or to see the the value in using it." And he said, "Right, I tell you what, can you give me?" Um, 
can you give me a buyer facing version? You know, I can print out and I can take out on a on a on a on a valuation. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, of course I can. And um, and by then we had the comparables, so we've got the right. property specific information plus the comparables. There's a report you can print out. I said, but well, what are you going to do with that then? Because surely the yeah, the homeowner already knows this information. They go, well, yeah, they probably do, but but probably not. Um, as not all of it, and it's it's going to be great for me to fact check with them. Plus, also, it's going to show that I've done the research and position me is a clear differentiator. Anyway, yeah. so we did that. It didn't take long to to get that sort of available. Um, and uh, you know, yeah. Long story short, uh, that agent won the instruction on the back of Tenant R report. The homeowner was mega impressed, and that was then the start of takeoff with. Um, with with uh, estate agents and you know we've come a long way since baby but um <laughs> it's been uh yeah but yeah. the feedback and the evolution and our continual and relentless innovation is based on um feedback from yeah. our users and, and i think it's interesting that that are that immediate roi in terms of you know that the the report and the data they were able to provide that then you know, gave that client confidence to make the decision that that was the agent to use. That's all an agent needs, isn't it? Is that that one opportunity to say it worked for me, and and they'll go with it. Yeah. Um, you know, and the ROI based on what they might have been paying for Swift or not, as the case, because as you said, you weren't charging versus the fee they've got. You know, it it, it borderline becomes a no brainer in 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 that respect. And of course, that's how the agency industry works. You know, as soon as as soon as they get a taste of that success, they're they're on it twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I mean, it, it has, you know, where, where in the early days, yes, agents used us because it was a clear differentiator. Mm. It is now, fortunately, um, with 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 uh, with hardly any exceptions to this, now agents have got the fact that, hang on a minute, this is, if I can, if I can check these facts with the homeowner and then I can share these information because we've now have got the buyer report and that's firing away as well, um, I can present all this information to the buyer up front. Mm. Then I can really start because there's so much talk about upfront information. It's like, well, we've been doing upfront information for five plus years. You know, yeah. to us, it's not it's not new. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually something that we've seen um, real world movements uh, mm. in terms of timescales and, and you know KPIs around uh, fall through rates um, positively uh, affected by the fact that everybody can be eyes on a single source of truth up front. And yeah. it it um, you know, it does it does really disappoint me when um, and it, as I say, it very very, very rare this happens when an agent kind of misses that point and says, Oh well, you know, but oh, such and such are using it down the road now and you know and, and I so I think I think I might um, knock it on the head because um, you know it, it's not a clear differentiator for me anymore. And it's like well I'm pleased that it was a clear differentiator for you initially, and that's great. But hang on, look, if we are all as an industry going to be trying to move the dial, you know, this information has to be presented up front. So, you know, we're not expensive. <laughs> I'm, I, I've, you know, absolutely cut the cost to the bone yeah. on this. So, kind of, you know, um, you know, keep sharing the information mm. because unless we're all, we, everybody can can be on that same page up front how are we ever going to actually affect the changes that, yeah. that we all want in this industry and, and I, I think yeah, yeah that that's 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 the ultimate point isn't it is, is the fact that um 
it's, it's you know you've got the differentiators and i get all that but now the way the world is and the requirement for upfront information it's more become a necessity for all really yeah. to 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 be able to provide that data um and you know and when we talk about the data and obviously there's a lot of data in these reports um obviously accuracy of that data yeah would have been key for uh, and obviously moving forward yeah you know, I, mean, I mean how did you go about ensuring that accuracy in terms of might be sources validation I, I don't know talk just sort of give us an overview of that well um as it might surprise those that meet me, I'm not a data scientist, and um, and it has been said. I actually, I'm I'm a rocket scientist. This is my my degree was in astrophysics, but I'm not. Oh, I, I didn't do. come at this from that exactly. You know, I like to. So you're a rocket like scientist. In, in, not 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 really, but uh, anyway, I uh, I quite like physics with kids, but um, anyway, but. <laughs> But um, we got into, If I, I often say, if I had met a data scientist uh, early on in the journey, Spriff would never have got off the ground because they no. just looked at it and gone, that's impossible. And it was just sheer bloody-mindedness and ignorance that got the product and, and got me so far along the journey that I just thought, I'm just going to have to keep going now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, even now on a... On a daily basis, we are um, unearthing, solving um, issues with with property data, and and so yeah, it was uh, it, it's been it's been very difficult. Yeah. When I first started out, I thought, okay, yeah, well, great, right? So you can you know we know we all know that land registry kind of released data sets, so I can download that. Maybe I could overlay that onto a Google Map, or you know, yeah, I'm sure, and get somebody to do that for us, and then. Um, there's, you know, government are all about opening up, uh, opening up their data for enterprise, and uh, and then you kind of so so yeah, on, on the face of it, right? This is this is this is uh, this will be quite easy, but as soon as you actually start kind of unearthing it, it's the fact that the information required and that we we were being told on a continual basis, right? Great, you, you now want to add this, you now want to get this in, get the EPC data in there, get the planning information in there, get the pound per square foot in there. Um, uh, it's like yeah, yeah, great, right? And we can, we could, we were being told the real world applications, and and yeah, of course, from my my previous career, I had you know fair understanding, but learned a hell of a lot more. Mm. Uh, but you'd go out and find, oh, well, that's somebody else that's holding that data, so it's another data set we've got to integrate with, and of course, all these all these government departments and bodies, let alone the four hundred plus local authorities, they all want to catalogue uh, their data. Uh, differently, they all want to identify your property in their own unique way, in their own unique identifiers, and they all want to locate your property. Some want to use Eastings and Northings, some XY, some Long Lat, some this, that, and the other. So <laughs> the biggest part that we obviously had to do to start with is try and bring that back to kind of mm. a uniform data set. And you know, I've I've been spouting off about UPRN as 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 that, and that being the the barcode for UK property, if you like for a number of years but um yes we've we've come a long way with it we still have a, a you know a lot to do um and what's great is yeah just the amount of um of interaction and yeah. and um advice input we get uh, uh, and help we, we're getting with it yeah and, and i suppose in terms of you know, the accuracy obviously there are the sources and as you say you're pulling all of that together and aggravating there so literally at the click of a button uh the user has got access to all of that in one thing but 
you know, the accuracy is as good as the sources coming in. Obviously, you say, you know, there, there will be the users that will be saying, well, that's not quite right, which then is a real opportunity to go back and test that accuracy and question that and understand what's going on, because yeah. it, it could then unveil opportunities for the future in the way that data is, as you say, catalogued. You know, if you know, you mentioned single source of data um, earlier in our conversation. Um, I, I guess before before that, it would be nice to have a, a single way of cataloging and logging it. So it's rather than trying to pick through it all. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, I, I don't think it surprises any single person in the property industry. And in fact, the way that we have the, yeah, the, the way that our relationship, certainly with the state agents, has, has grown, is they're under no illusion. Well, they face it on a daily basis, the issues with property data or property information. Yeah. Um, whether you're in sales or lettings, on a daily basis, your activities are going to be thwarted by something that's some information that's missing or incorrect or what have you. So when we are uh, when they spot something that you know we're, we're putting stuff in and you know we pull it in from official and trusted sources but like going okay uh yeah so ordnance survey have got that got that that map bit wrong or royal mail have got that address wrong or um land registry have recorded the the you know the the the, the, the previous transaction incorrectly nobody's kind of surprised about that no um but it's, but it's then it's then what do you do with that? How do you handle that? And so we are very proactive. Anything that's kind of that's that's that. Yeah, and, and of course we spot. I'd like to think, but you know, a very high percentage, you know, ninety nine percent plus is spotted and is cleaned and what have you before it even gets up on the platform. But if yeah. somebody spots something on the platform, says, so, "Oh, there's that." We we absolutely jump on that. We're a big team of people to do that because once it's been cleaned once, that's it. And we, you know, we're regularly reporting back to. Um, you know, to these these source trusted sources and saying, oh look, that's been flagged as wrong. That isn't right, um, and therefore there's, there very much is you know the mm. the big property data cleanup. Um, we're we're, we're a, a big part of that. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, and you know, you sort of you know, trusted data, so on and so forth. And I, I just wanted to pick up on, and I moved to it just a minute or so ago in terms of that sort of single source data. Yes. Um, you know. My, my experience in the industry is obviously there's many parties involved in the process. They all want to do arguably the same thing themselves to sense check it and that, which takes time, mm -hmm. you know, and you look at transaction times in 2021. Mm -hmm. um, quite frankly, they're not too different to when I started in 92, 93, nothing with, with technology and so forth. Things just don't seem to have progressed in that way in the way that you would have hoped they should have done. Um, but when it comes to obviously single that sort of trusted single source of data and that, what's yeah. your approach uh, sort of been, and how how are you building that trust with sort of other sectors and other property professionals in the industry for them to sort of think, well, actually, look, I don't need to go and do that. I can hit the button there, and that's going to save me five days' work in in, in effect. Yes. Um, so the 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 underlying issue is. And this isn't just you know, the, the related solely to, to property data or even the property industry. Is that people are very proprietorial about their data, their business, their way of doing business. It's you know this is how we do it. It's how we've always done it, and this is how it's always going to be done. And trying to get those parties to see another way or collaborate um, uh, yeah, is 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 difficult. Um, 
I think that we have, to a certain degree, we've just had to row our own boat mm-hmm. for um, a long period of time. But now we're at the point where um, our data is is that comprehensive and that um, expansive that we can, when we engage with, um, be it, uh, it could be, you know, a new business right the way up to, you know, other suppliers or up to, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, sources of, mm-hmm. uh, of of data that either we, that we ingest or we want to ingest or we want to work with. And we say, okay, right, that's all the work we've done. Um the then uh that really helps open the doors yeah so we it was also yeah we had to just go off and just do this um and fortunately um we uh we certainly came across uprn early early on in in the journey and could see that that was the only unique identifier for properties it was one that wasn't going to move around um and so we pull everything back to that, and by doing so, it then means it's so much easier to actually be able to um, reproduce our reproduce yeah. our data uh, going forward. So, notwithstanding all of the sort of the single source data and so on and so forth, how do you start to see all of this tying together? And that might be a bit of a loose question, but you know, when I sort of start to think of technologies such as blockchain and and the rapid growth that that seems to be getting. Um, just, I think, just for the record, not that I really understand anything about blockchain. Really education. Um, so, so, if you know one thing, that's probably one thing more than me. But how how can you sort of envision that all tying together? Ooh, interesting, interesting, interesting. So, I mean, firstly, on a kind of whole blockchain uh, point of view, there are, there are yeah, we could sit here and we could um, you know pontificate on what the future is going to be like, and I think you know. I first came aware of blockchain many moons ago. Mm. And at that point, I thought, yeah, it's I can absolutely see the application of the property industry, but it's far too early. Um, there are now people within our industry starting to make kind of inroads into yeah. that. Um, still still feel it's 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 too early, but um and but but certainly a version of of um or some a platform based around blockchain or using blockchain um, principles to uh, to assist with property transactions is yeah. certainly going to get some traction mm-hmm. um, over, over the coming years. Uh, and of course, you know, you, it, it's got to have the underlying data uh, has, has got to be there and it's got to be accurate, uh, as previously discussed. Um, for us, kind of what does our journey look like into, into that is... So, is at the moment obviously yes. Uh, everybody's talking about the, and and not just estate agencies right the way throughout the whole property industry. It, it's it's uh, it's very on vogue to be talking about upfront information, mm. material information, key facts, um, which as I say is is nothing new uh, for us. Yeah. However, the way we share distribute it and get people to ultimately collaborate around that and to view you know our version of a single source of truth up front is um is i is is what is is kind of where we're going and where we're starting to really see that we're we're moving the dial because it's it can no longer be just the reserve of the property professionals that that have access to all this kind of information then right at the 11th hour i go 
hey, well, Mr. Buyer, is that yeah. what you think you're buying? I go, well, no, hang on a minute. No, I thought you, said, well, you didn't tell me about that. I didn't know about that. It's upfront information, but it's got to be shared by all parties mm. up front. So estate agent, obviously, we give it to a estate agent who does share it with buyer and seller, but buyer solicitor got to say it, seller solicitor, and up front, just go, okay, we, you know, we don't replace searches and, and you know, there's still the need to go and do all the legal due diligence. But if up front, you can look at, do this fact checking um, by looking at our reports, our dashboard, our data and say, right, is that what you think you're buying? Is that what you think you're selling? Yes, yes, great, right, we'll crack on. Then there's a lot more, there's a lot less likely to be surprises later on um, yeah. down the track. And we see that happening so many times now that we, and we actually get feedback. Oh, because up front, um, they, uh, they, there was a piece of garden that didn't turn up on the title or their title was unregistered or um, actually they've sold this part off. Oh yeah, they, they, they did get that planning commission, but they've, they've already implemented it. We've had, we had one. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know how there was this confusion about this, but, but every, it, the property was being sold with the benefit of a planning commission. Right. And it was as it, just as it got into uh, the conveyancing phase, like, okay, right, can we, we have all the documents and this, cause you know, they're going to start bringing their build around and measuring up and, well, hang on a minute, I've already done it. What? Yeah, I've, already, I've already built the side return or, or, or the extension. Can't you see the roof? <laughs> exactly. I wasn't that spotted. But um, but at least then, it doesn't then, you know, we're not then 12, 16 weeks, whatever, into conveyancing process and that kind of information um, mm. uh, uh, arises and um, or, or, or doesn't arrive. Or actually just the sheer... Because, uh, yeah, some people miss the point with upfront information that it's not just necessarily the kind of a access to it. It's the way it is shared and it is disclosed. And if you've kind of got, you know, two solicitors been slugging it out with each other for kind of 10, 11 weeks, then, you know, tensions are running very hard. Yeah. And um, so it, it could be something that actually in if it, if it had been discussed and negotiated up front and still maybe when the agent kind of had, had control was putting the putting the actual the deal together when everyone was maybe a bit more reasonable about things it mightn't have been an issue but kind of mm. because you know later on down the line when um yeah i say tensions are running high then yeah it can cause issues so for me that's kind of what we are spending more time doing now is yeah. taking the information that we we share with agents and sharing it with all the other parties so everyone can be going right that's what i'm thinking i'm buying i'm selling i'm financing i'm surveying i'm Etc. Etc. All of these things go right. That's it. And I've got available that uh, available instantly yeah. up front. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. That can, that can and is doing good. And of course, as you sort of say, you know, you know, over a period of time, tensions start to run high. One person isn't responding as quickly as the other one. But if they all just bought into that upfront information at the beginning and understood it, it doesn't necessarily mean they've got to act on it straight away. It's an awareness. It just it can just make things easier, can't it? And, and whether things like blockchain in the future assists in the overall process or, or plays its part in that transactional part of the process, whatever it might be, you know, we are a technologically driven world now, aren't we? And, yeah, and, yeah. and it's all going to play its part ultimately in the future. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and this is something that um, you know we've been talking about for a little while now. Is it's not again okay? Yeah, there's the there's the sort of there are right the kind of the key facts. You know, is it EPC rating this or that? Mm -hmm. Is it in a conservation area? Yes or no? There's those kind of you know yeah those those actual key facts but there's also the kind of the how is that presented and where is that presented and, and how does that form part of the overall home yeah. buying and selling experience because 
Yeah, if if you look at your estate agents, your your kind of you know your uh, your your business is uh, a lot of the businesses are valued around your recurring income. Oh, and that's not just estate agents, but you know any kind of business is is what's your sort of your your recurring income or what do your profits look like, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got your lettings business and go, okay, right. So there's my lettings book, and it gives me this much income each year, and and largely that's kind of you know stable going up going down a little bit but you know largely that's kind of i i can sell my business based on the back of that yeah when it comes to the sales income that is of course a lot um a lot less reliable and you know where's the kind of recurring revenue from that and if we are not offering as an industry a complete industry a the best home buying experience the best ux mm. so we talk about ux a lot in tech so it's uh, tech which is user experience what is the user experience of buying a house like? One would argue not particularly great. And how many times have we heard it said, uh, you know, moved into house, oh, that's it, sod yeah. that. Not doing that, <laughs> not again. Doing that again. Okay. <laughs> so if you're doing somebody's, and, and, and I'm not saying this is this is kind of just related to one sector of the industry, but if everyone is kind of collaborating to offer a synthetic, you know, what does the best in the world home buying mm. experience look like? If we were kind of offering that, then guess what? Especially with wfh i might decide that i'm going to spend the next three years living in the cotswolds and then i might go and do a few years down on the coast and actually i'm going to move more often therefore if i'm moving more often and you know there are costs inherent cost of moving house but i don't believe that that is the big um sort of deterrent for people moving house more often i believe it's just a bad memory of oh my god the last time i went through that you know, never again. Why is it? Why is it next to death and divorce? Um, it's the most stressful thing you can you yeah. can go to a moving house. I mean, is, you know, is that right? Hmm. Question. Yeah, absolutely. And and of course, yeah, we talk about you know the agency side of it, but and then you mentioned sort of the you know the complete industry in that respect. So in 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 terms of the platforms sort of ever evolving. Um, how do you see that happening in terms of those sort of new markets? Because I think, as you sort of said, you know, the the obvious place to start might have been within that, you know, those frontline agents. But then, when it comes to sort of conveyancing financial services and that, how do you see the platform evolving into those sort of worlds? Um, in in effect, it's 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 very much just um, you know, eat, sleep, rave, repeat. It's the yeah. same data that actually, you know, there might, there, is, there's, there is, of course, there's some nuances here and there that that particular sector of our industry wants and that, that you know, it's relevant to, to, to uh, another part. But on the whole, the core data um, is the same that it's is time. required. The benefits of using that data are the same. And number one, and, you know, as unglamorous as it, as it is when I kind of in the early days, I was hoping for all sorts of fantastic feedback about what we were doing. But actually, and, and I and I actually missed this in the early days, that the number one thing we do is we save time. We save yeah. people time. So, um, yeah, you know, yeah, you might be able to go and get some of that information from somewhere else, but it's going to take you time going around doing all of that. Click on a button, bang, there it all is. So it's yeah. saving time. So, um, I, uh, uh, and of course, because of the, because, you know, we're not, um, we're not out there, preaching we're out there listening we are working with um we are collaborating with uh the industry rather than than sort of yeah being one of the sort of the the preachy mob um and so as we 
as we get um, inquiries, because that's typically where it where it comes from. Yeah. Sort of a, a state agent has shown our reports to a conveyance, so, so the conveyance has reached out. So hang on a minute, oh, you know, this is this something I want to be looking at? So yeah, okay. Well, so this is what it does. Um, what do you think? And what would it, what would it need to be for for you to ultimately you know for it to, mm-hmm. to be a benefit to you? And so we we you know we we seek that feedback. We're fortunate we. We, um, we it comes back to us in in spades, and and therefore that kind of yeah drives drives uh, the, the our development roadmap. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously it's just going to naturally spread out, isn't it? So you know, and when we're talking about sort of faster, quicker, easier, um, something I just wanted to sort of sort of ask you really is obviously when you look at tech in its overall form, and it's everywhere. When you look at you know, obviously Swift ultimately is a it's a, a tech based 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 platform that was what i meant to say i knew i knew what i meant by that um but then you look at say crm systems and there's a number of those on the market that agents can dip into i mean wh- where do you sort of stand on that sort of, you know sprit being perhaps integrated with other platforms so that the user experience ultimately becomes uh, further seamless and they 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 get an obvious recognition that they are saving yet more time because yeah. it can arguably be all wrapped into one sort of package if that makes sense yeah so i'm a i'm a firm believer that um you know you trying to be all things to all people um is is very tricky with a, mm-hmm. with a tech product it, it, least of all trying to you know um keep your messaging clear on on what you do we are fortunate that people recognise Swift as having property-specific data, and you know, it's pretty comprehensive. It, um, you know, and we we try and um, do what we say on the on on the tin, and um, and a lot of other uh, there's a lot of other tech out there that that needs uh, mm. data, and there's a lot of um, a lot of collaborations that we want to um, we want to explore so we are very keen collaborators we've already collaborated with um, with CRMs with portals with uh, other suppliers uh, and we'll continue to do that because ultimately it's not all about oh well we've got the data and we're just going to hang on to it and, you know say hey it's great that we've got it it's like actually no it needs to be put out there it needs to be shared out there and um, ultimately the more users we have the more eyes on the better the data is the better that is for the, mm. for the industry and yeah Swift um remains synonymous with uh, just good comprehensive yeah property data and it you, you know it, it commercially it works then doesn't it you, you know it, it it's for the benefit of all in the industry you know that that strive as you can you, know, you come back to the upfront information accuracy of data you know, faster process and that if those things are linked together, you know, as, as you said, you know, we're not standing here saying, well, uh, no, no one's having any of that. You know, it's still ours, but we just provide access to it in different ways, don't we? And, and yeah, to make that that, that whole process uh, smoother in in that respect. Yeah, Fact- collaborations are, 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 they have to be no brainers. Yeah. We've met some fantastic people. Uh, and, and in fact, that's, that's one of the greatest privileges of, of the sort of the, the tech journey I've been on personally mm. is just the amount of great people I've met uh, yeah. along the way. And some of some of those people, there's just this, you know, yeah, look, I really want to do something with you. I want to do something with you. Yeah, yeah. but it just, it, yeah, just there's the, the reason for doing so isn't clear. It has mm. to absolutely smack you in the face and go, right, that's common sense. Yeah, let's get on and do it. And those are the ones that we've done that have been the most successful, really. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but they are, they are, they certainly, um, when, when you get them right, they're, they're incredibly 
mutually beneficial plus beneficial for 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 our you know all our yeah. users, our collective users, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, we that's why we remain um, uh, keen to explore that. Yeah, fantastic. And so you know, sort of finally, from my perspective, when it comes to the future of Sprift. Uh, you know, a lot of it I've pro- you've probably alluded to throughout our conversation today. Um, but if you could sort of summarise it, really, uh, when it comes to that future, what, what, what's your sort of your vision and your hopes? Well, we've 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 come a long way. But when I was back in 2015, sort of thinking around this concept, um, we have at least three to five years left before we'll kind of top out, if you like, on my original concept, notwithstanding the fact that we have and will continue to evolve and innovate based on on user feedback. So um, there's a lot more data for us to clean. We are unearthing data all the time. We have a shopping list, as long as you're armed from um, all our users for additional data sets some of which i've got absolutely no idea how we're going to how we're going to um how we're going to do but what tends to happen is we'll be in conversation with someone else and say oh oh, hang on a minute oh so if you've got that we've got that put those two together that can solve that problem so yeah it is you know it's 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 great the 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 problem solving uh element of, of what we're doing um i think that um there are the desire or the no the need for accurate comprehensive information up front you know it's not going away yes it's kind of it's it's topical currently but it's it's not um it's not going to yeah it's not a flash in the pan no. uh, and the fact that we can our data can be used to power so many other systems platforms um enable transactions uh it, yeah it's it's clear our sort of our our direction of travel um and we've also um which you know there's there's i think aligned with um, uh, upfront information. There's lots of talk about property passports, property logbooks, property this, property that. Blah, blah, um, and you know, it's of no surprise that uh, that we've got our own version of that, which yeah. we've been um, testing and trialing. And so that's uh, that's a direction for us. Um, but I think again, like with a lot of things that we do, let's um, let's work out. Um, why people are going to engage with stuff uh, and, to, and, and you know take the time to work that out rather than rushing stuff to market mm. but um, you know and then trying to explain to people what they're meant to be doing with it so yeah, um, yeah so I think that's a uh, uh, yeah I'm, I'm I'm very clear and very excited about what the next few years look like for us Onwards and upwards, as uh, well, I, was, I was about to say, the, 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 the platform is built, the scene is set. We we move forward, Mister. Right. To, co- to coin Gene Hatman in Superman, exactly. <laughs> so I always try to get a movie quip in where I can. Oh, good man. <laughs> well, well, look, Matt. I mean, thank you ever so much for your time today. For, for me. Um, I was hoping for a bit of a deep dive into. Uh, where you'd been, where you're going, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm, I, I feel uh, in all sincerity that you took us to the core of the centre of the earth with that. It wasn't the deep dive was just dipping our toe in the water. So really do um, appreciate you being able to share uh, your journey, your thoughts, your visions, your views and, and where you want to go things, take things for the future. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Very, very, very kind of you to say for anybody that's ever been on Zoom call with me, they know I can um, I, I can talk about this stuff till the cows come home. So uh, I yes. was mindful. So. 
<laughs> Lovely. Thanks ever so much, Matt. Thank you, Dean. My thanks to Matt for his invaluable insight today. For further episodes, please search for The Swift Session wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you'd like to know more about Swift and what it can do for your business, please go to swift.com. Thank you for listening.